Hi, it's Paul Tizard here, the Fear of Flying coach and creator of Overcome Your Fear in 30 Days programme. This podcast, we are talking about staying with the discomfort. I was thinking about this this week because I've just written a blog called exactly the same thing. And I thought to myself, I should really add some more detail to this because it was found wanting. So as I was thinking about Stay With Discomfort, this was actually prompted by a client that I'm working with right now who said to me, whenever I start to think about these fears, when I look at the clips that you show me during the programme... It increases my anxiety. And it made me realise that I need to stress that more and more, that when you start to work with fear and you start to move towards your fear, you actually get more symptoms of what you don't like because naturally your brain wants to keep you comfortable and to keep you away from all of those uh, what you might call uncomfortable feelings. It's a natural thing. So if your brain recognises that you're uncomfortable and there's discomfort when you go near something such as flying or anything else that you fear as well, then naturally it's going to ask you, not ask you, it's going to make you want to avoid the very things that make you feel nervous or uncomfortable. And this is the rub. Unfortunately, you've got to stay with the discomfort. So as you move towards the very thing that you're fearful of, there is a chance that you'll get an increase of symptoms. And this means staying with them, because on the other side of that is a great place. On the other side of that is choice and why you must stay with the discomfort and recognise that this is an essential part of the process. Many people over the years, and think I've helped thousands of people just like you to think about fear of flying, will often say, I didn't feel right, so I decided it wasn't for me and I wasn't going to get on the flight. I just don't like how it feels. And that's one thing. Another thing that sometimes happens is that somebody will just say, I'm just, I just don't need to, I'm not in the mood. Uh, even talking about it doesn't bother me at all. And actually, the sweet spot or the happy place is when somebody has some anxiety just thinking about flying looking at images and going through it, because that is when that person is really thinking to themselves, oh my goodness, I'm actually going to do this. I'm actually going to face my fear of flying. And that is massively, massively helpful. So actually, if you are feeling uncomfortable listening to this podcast or watching any of the things that I've put up or reading any of the blogs, this is good because you're actually thinking about, I want to fly. Because if you'd completely ruled it out, you wouldn't be looking at them. You wouldn't be listening to this podcast. So there is a part of you which is entertaining the possibility that I could be fear free. I could fly without having this fear ruining my choices. And, and that's a key thing. And I say this a lot. Not being able to fly is, in a way, you could say it's not that big a deal because you can get around the country, the world by other means. However, it limits your choices. 
And it also limits the choices that people that currently still love you. And so people that travel with you will find it quite a pain to travel with you, let's be honest, because you are, uh, how can I put this, difficult and you have certain routines and you might require quite a lot of attention. Now, some couples work quite well like this, that the partner actually quite likes this. It gives them a role that when they're flying with you, they can do something. It gives them something active to do to show their care. But I would wager a healthier and happier place is for you to fly and be able to do it under your own steam. To be able to fly on your own and not worry about what's going on and not need somebody else to be there and not to have to do all those horrible routines and not to have to put off flights and shorten flights because you know that you won't fly over a few hours or you won't fly at night or you won't fly during the day. You'll have certain rules and all of this stuff gets in the way. Now, I'm not just saying you can just turn these things off, although some people can sometimes. I think the most reasonable thing to think about is the fact that going towards a fear is uncomfortable because it's the very thing you've been avoiding because a part of your brain thinks it's unhelpful to go near flying. It's unsafe, so you haven't felt comfortable doing it. So the discomfort that you get and the anxiety as you move towards this thing, or even contemplate it, looking at images or listen to podcasts or watching videos, your brain doesn't want you to do that, but there is a part of you that wants to do it. So at the end of the day, you have to decide what's important to you. And more and more, I think that beating a fear of flying is about choices. That's why we bother with this. This is why I want to give you back choices, because I think not having the choice to do what you want is very life limiting. And regardless of what your uh, philosophy is and whether you believe there's one time round or anything, life's pretty short, isn't it? And I believe life is for living. And one of those things is being able to have choices about how you get around and having the opportunity to go to places that you couldn't go and doing it quickly. And thinking about this and how safe commercial aviation is, we're really missing out on a massive opportunity if you can't do that. You're robbing yourself of all those choices to be able to go to those wonderful places, have amazing experiences, or even it's stopping you get promoted, it's stopping you do those great little perk business trips that perhaps you get. Maybe you even get the invite friends to say, look, We've hired a villa, please come, just sort your flights out. And you're thinking, oh, crikey, I can't do that. These are big moments in your life and they don't come round very often. And so not being able to do them is a big deal. So I really urge you to think about this. So when you are listening to this podcast or you know reading my book or listen to the audio book or anything like that and you start to feel uncomfortable, stay with it. Because if you stay with it, it will pass. It's just a form of anxiety and all anxiety passes. You don't stay anxious 100% of the time. It goes in waves. Sometimes it's higher and sometimes it's lower. All of us have a certain amount of anxiety and that's quite healthy. It keeps us alive, keeps us looking around, alert for danger. But when we're alert for danger all the time, it's exhausting. So that's why when we walk towards something that we're fearful of, and we start to feel uncomfortable as we do that, this is a great thing because we can gradually, gradually 
desensitize ourselves to it. So some of the stuff that I've been working on at the moment on the 30-day programs is exactly that. Just getting people to look at images and then rate their anxiety from 1 to 10. 10 being freaking out and 1 being not bothered. And then doing that repeatedly until it becomes a non-event. So when you look at different images, or th and I really encourage you not to watch things like the YouTube stuff that, you know, you know the type of things I mean, or watch any of those channels which have all the dodgy stuff on. But just to look at aviation, look at helpful videos, look at things that are out there which are, talk about the safety of flying, and, and even just reading my book. Those are the sort of things which will increase your anxiety, but will help you because if you stay with it, the anxiety will eventually decrease. And remember, the reason we're doing this, it's not just so we can go off on some jollies, it's about having choice. Because at the moment, the fear is making the choices for you. You're not able to choose when you fly, the rules that you have to abide by when you do fly. I mean, this is so tiring, isn't it, as you know? So want to try and loosen the shackles a bit. Increase your psychological flexibility when it comes to flying so that you can think about this and think, how much longer am I prepared to carry this fear around with me? How much longer am I prepared to let this fear rule my life? And you might think sometimes, I don't know how to get past this. But the good news is this, that if you keep working and working and keep experiencing this discomfort, but keep going anyway, it will decrease. And on the other side is a great place. A great place is on the other side, such as Barbados or somewhere else you want to go to. So that's the thing to think about. Flying is just a journey. OK, we do lots of journeys every day. Well, during the pandemic, perhaps not so many, but normally we're doing every journey every day. Don't give it a thought. You don't think about the risk that you're at. But when you fly, you think, that's it. I don't like it. I'm in peril. It's not safe. That's it which is, as you know, is flawed thinking. But it's completely normal and natural and you're a human and you've attached unhelpful thought patterns to the concept of flying. But in terms of journeys, it's the least dangerous that you do in your life compared to other journeys that you just take for granted and don't think about. No, don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to introduce a fear of driving. But when you compare the two... The likelihood of something happening to you when you're driving versus flying, it's not even, it's, they're not even close. So I'm not going to bore you with statistics because I know they don't work. But just trust this. Commercial aviation is all about safety. It's all about backups. It's all about what we call redundancy. Redundancy means capacity, that we have capacity. So there's always at least one pilot, of course. There's always two Sometimes three. Once it gets above about nine or ten hours, you've got three pilots. The amount of checks that go in place and the amount of things that go on all the time that are regulated and they have to happen in the country that you live as you listen to this, you'd be mind-blown. Like no other industry. It's phenomenal. OK, so I want you... Let's go back to the main point here. Please keep going. As you start to think about flying and you get a little bit of discomfort or a little bit of anxiety, this is a good sign because it means you're contemplating 
and entertaining the possibility of actually flying. If you watch all of this stuff or listen to these and you have no anxiety, you're detached. You're so far removed that we've got a lot more work to do to get you to the point where you are thinking about flying. So discomfort is actually your friend because if you're uncomfortable, you're actually considering flying. And that means there's hope. Life's too short. Let's make the most of it while we're here. And flying gives us the choices to go to places and do things that we couldn't normally do. And that's what I'm trying to give you. It's a gift for life. And also, it's a gift for anyone that we currently live with. And if you are lucky enough to have children, it's a gift for them as well. Let's not pass on our fear to other people and let's sort our own fear out and it's entirely, entirely possible. I've seen it happen thousands and thousands of times over the last 20 odd years. So you're in a good place if you're feeling uncomfortable. So discomfort is our friend. Mm -hmm.